What causes fights and arguments among you? Isn't it your, 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 your passions? Your passions, your desire to have? You cannot obtain, so you will covet and you want to murder to obtain your, 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 your passions. You want to have worldliness. You want the world. You want the things of the world. You want to you, you want to kill for the things that's in the world. Your desire to have, and you cannot have. So you're fighting inside. You're fighting within you. Because you cannot have the things that you you want to obtain, the things that you want. And those things that you want is not godly. Those are not godly things. You ask, but you do not have because you ask for with the wrong motives. You want to spend those things on things that does that is not that's not that's not godly. Don't you know that we we have a jealous God that God wants to dwell in you? How can He dwell in you when you dwelling in idols? How can He dwell in you if you dwelling in idols? We have a jealous God, a God that loves you, a God that wants your attention, but he can't have your attention if you're dwelling in idols, in worldliness. We get to have self-control, self-control over our wants and our keeps. What do you want and what do you want to keep? Is it godly? Don't you know that, that, that friends, friends of the world means enmity to God? It means you, you, if you're friends with the world, you, you envy God because you want the things of the world and you don't want the things of God. You, want to, you, should, you should have want the things of God and want to keep the things of God and have self-control over things that, that, that the, of the world, what the world's trying to offer you. We have self-control over the things that the world wants to offer of us. What are you dwelling in? What do you want to keep? What do you want? And do you have self-control over your wants and keeps? Does you take it up? Does it take you out of the spirit of God? God wants to dwell in you. He wants to dwell in you. I'm Trey Knowles, and welcome to Truth for Knowledge. Let's talk about this. Self-control over wants and keeps. Today's title was called Self-Control, Wants and Keeps. Wants and Keeps. We all want to have something. We all want to keep something. But 
the things that we want and things that we want to keep, is it beneficial for us? All right. Is it beneficial for us? So let's get started. Self-control over what we want and what we want to keep. Now, self-control is the ability to control oneself, emotion, desires, and behavior. All right. So we have to control our emotions, our desires, and our behavior, right? Especially in difficult situations, right? So everything that we want and everything that we want to keep is beneficial, all right? So there should, if anything that's taken away from us, is going to make us act a certain kind of way. So if, if I have something and someone tries to take it away, how am I going to act? Am I going to shoot that person? Am I going to be upset or, or, or really upset where I feel like I feel I want to do something really bad to that person? I desire to do something really bad to that person, right? I want to have the revenge. I want to call that person out their name. That should not be in your spirit. So what you want and what you want to keep has the power over you because because those things are materialistic things, all right? So I have to have self-control, right? I have to have self-control. I shouldn't love something that's material more than my spirit, all right? Why, why, why am I saying that? I shouldn't love material things more than my spirit, all right? So if material things... If, if material things get me out my spirit, I really shouldn't need that. I don't need to keep that. Anytime a material thing gets you out your spirit, you don't need to keep it. Because it has power over you. I don't have self-control. I lost self-control because I'm not acting the way I should be acting, right, according to my spirit. Anything that takes you out of the spirit of God is not worth wanting or keeping. Anything that takes you out of the spirit of God is not worth wanting or keeping. Think about that. If it takes you out of the spirit of God, then you don't have self-control over it. Right? Now, people always worrying about if somebody is going to rob them or steal from them, right? So anytime you're worrying about somebody taking something from you, you become what? Selfish, right? And you're thinking, well, look at I worked so hard for this to get this, and I'm not going to allow anybody to take this from me. But when they, if somebody do take it from you, how are you going to act? How are you going to react? Is that material or that certain thing taking you out of your spirit? Does it have power over you or do you have power over it? Self-control, right? Now, it, even when you're watching sports, I know we got, we as guys, we love watching football. So, you know, so if your wife is disturbing you while you're watching football, your girlfriend's disturbing you while you're watching football, right? And 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 you're starting to feel a little agitated and irritated because she's asking you something while you're watching the football game and it's not commercial. Right. 
Is that football game more important than listening to what she has to say? Are you beginning to become be agitated, irritated? How's your attitude getting ready to be like? You got to check that attitude. If not, then football has power over you because you, you, you put the important, the importance of football is way up here where it's putting you out of your spirit, where you're like, oh God, I'm going to be mean to, to my girlfriend or my wife because I want to watch football, right? Self-control over wants and things that you want to keep. If it takes you out of the spirit of God, then you don't have self-control over it. It has power over you. Anything that is not worth sharing has no value. Why do I say this? Anything that is worth sharing has no value, right? So if if I got to keep it to myself and I can't share it, right, then something something's wrong with that. Because everything that you it should be a beneficial to you and everybody else, right? Because if you can't share it and you keep it to yourself, then how's it going to benefit you? How's it going to help you grow if you can't share it with anyone else? So anything that is not worth sharing has no value. And I'm going to tell you why I say this. I'm going to tell you why I say this. Because if what we want and what we want to keep cause conflict with ourselves and others is not worth having. All right. So what we want to keep and what we want, if it causes conflict with ourselves and others, it is not worth having. And what I mean, conflict within ourselves, right? Conflict within ourselves is, your, your mind starts to, okay, I got to protect this. I got to protect what I have, right? Oh, I got I to gotta do certain things to see was, was anybody messing with it, right? Your mind's going over and over and over, protecting, trying to protect, and keep trying to protect what you got, right? And then it starts conflict with others. How to start conflict with others, right? Because you start my, you, you love something so much that you have, you you scared that someone want to take it from you that you start being mean to other people, right? Your attitude starts to change or you start thinking that you're better than someone else because of what you have. Self-control. It caused selfishness and it will undermine the spirit of God. So anytime your wants and your keeps, when you don't have self-control over it, it starts conflict with yourself and others and it undermines the spirit of God because it got you out of the spirit of God. So it undermines. How does it undermine? Because you start doing things that's not, that does not represent God. So it undermines it and it causes selfishness, right? Selfishness where you don't want to share. 
And that's why I said, if it ain't worth sharing, it ain't worth having. Is what you want and what you want to keep, is it spiritually fit for you? If not, you are covering, coveting. Is what you want and what you want to keep, is it spiritually fit for you? If not, you're coveting. And we'll go more into that when we come back. Truth and knowledge, self-control, wants and keeps. What you want and what you want to keep, if it does not belong to you, you are coveting. What is coveting? Coveting is to desire what belongs to another person or possess or have something that is, does, does not belong to you. And you're probably like, well, Trey, I, I buy everything that I have. Everything I, I want, I work hard for it to get it. So how am I coveting? Well, we're going to go right into that. I'm going to tell you how you are coveting, right? Anything that is contrary to the word of God is coveting. If you desire anything that is contrary to the word of God, then you are coveting, right? So if I desire to have tattoos and I know God, so I already know God and I desire to have a tattoo and that is something that God is contrary to the word of God. He tells us not to do. Then I'm what? I'm coveting because that tattoo does not belong to me, right? So anytime I want to possess something or that is contrary to the word of God, then I'm following the world because God desire, doesn't desire for me to have those things, right? All right. I want the things of the world or you want the things of the devil, All right? So anything that's, anything, anytime you desire something that is contrary to the word of God or the spirit of God, you are coveting. Why do I say this? The word of God says in Romans 14, 8, for we live for, for if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's, right? So we are who? The Lord's. God created us in his image and in his spirit, right? Right? So he created us. So anything that's contrary to the word of God that you desire is coveting. All right. I don't care if you bought it or not. If you desire something that poses the word of God, then you are coveting. All right. So what you want and what you want to keep, is it beneficial to you? So do you have self-control over what you want and what you want to keep? Question yourself that. All right. Do you have self-control over what you want and what you want to keep? Right. Then what you want and what you want to keep. Right. Is it beneficial for you? All right. Only you can answer that question. Matthew 7, 7 through 8 says, ask, and it will be given to you. 
Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. So what are you asking and wanting? For it is in the spirit of God. So what are you asking and wanting? For is it in the spirit of God? So what are you asking and what are you wanting? So the things that you want and the things that you want to keep, is it in the spirit of God? So God says, ask. He'll give it to you. God said, I, 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 I'll give it to you. Ask. Knock, and the door will be wide open. Seek, and you shall find. Find what is what? Pleasing to God. Seek what is what is spiritual. Seek the things that are heavenly. Right? The word of God says in James 4. All right? The word of God says in James 4. What caused fights and queries among you? All right? What causes fights and queries among you? And we talked about this already. All right? Self-confliction. All right, conflict within yourself, the things that you want to keep, the things that you want, right? So what, what what what's causing you, right? Especially here in America, you know, money, 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 material things, right? Does that make us who we are? So if we don't have those things, what's causing fights and queries among us? Because we want those things. We, we see a friend, he might have it, like, oh, my goodness, I want that nice car, too. Right? So now you're beginning to fight and all these queries, you know, uh, you're, you're fighting self-conflict. Uh, right? Your spirit, your your body's conflicting. Like, okay, do I, 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 I want this. Do I really need it? Do I, I, I want this? Is it beneficial to you? Is it beneficial for you? Do you why you need it? I see people get tattoos, and then years later they want to remove the tattoos. All right. Don't they come from your desire that battles within you? So James 4 says, What caused fights and queries among you? Don't they come from your desires that battles within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill, right? There's people right now robbing banks, uh, home invasions. They want to have these things. They want to, so, so they kill. They desire to have, so they kill. You covet. We talked about coveting, right? You covet, right? It says right here in the word of God, you covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you covet, you covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you, so you fight within yourself. You fight to get what you want. If I got to fight to get what I want, then it is not worth keeping. It's not beneficial. You do not have because you do not ask God. It says you do not have because you do not ask God. So 
if you do not have because you do not ask God. So if you ask God, right, you'll get what you have. If it's in the spirit and, it, and it's according to his will, okay? What you ask, you do not receive. So it says, what you ask, you do not receive because you are, because you ask with wrong motives. So what you asking God, so if you're praying and you're asking God, right? And if you didn't not, if you did not receive, it's because you're asking in wrong motives. So you're asking for something, for something that does not belong to you, right? You are asking for something that may not be good for you. All right. And it, when you ask for something, is it according to God's God's will and purpose for you? Right. Does it fit in the line with it, God's spirit? All right. You, you must be in God's spirit. Right. So you should know before you even asking, like, what I, you know, if you're, if you got a, if you got a, if you're not living according to the word of God and you're asking for something, it seems like I want to fix those things that I want to fix this, my spirit before I ask for something that, that your spirit should come first. That's just my opinion. Your spirit should become first. You should fix the spirit first within you. Ask for the things that, that are obtaining to God's spirit. You should ask for those things. All right. So God says, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. All right. So you're asking for that. You're praying for this brand new car, this special car. Right. Did that, did that car help someone else? Or does this thing that you want, does it, does it help anyone else? Are you asking for things that just pleasure you? Things that pleasures you, right? And it says, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God, right? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God, all right? And we talked about this. One in the things and want to keep the things that's of the world. So you want to keep all the things that's of the world, you're coveting and you become an enemy of God because you want the, the, the desires of the world. Or do you think the scripture says without reason that he is jealously longs for the spirit he has, he has caused to dwell in, in us, right? So it tells you right there, what do God want for us? He wants us to have his spirit to, for us to live in his spirit. Right, which is truth, but he he uh, uh uh but he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Right, when I'm a humble, I know that I'm poor, and when do I mean that I'm poor? Right. I know I need Jesus' spirit. I know I need God. I don't know it all, all right? I know that wherever God says that it's for me, I want it, all right? 
and I know I need God because I'm poor, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit for there's the kingdom of God, right? I am poor. I need God. So God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. I'm humble. I'm humble enough to know, like, I need God. Submit yourselves then to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil. Right? When you resist the devil, like, you're a liar, devil. I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Because the devil, he did the same thing to Jesus. He tried, he took Jesus and look at, I give you all this. All this. All the kingdoms of the world. I will give you all this power and all this wealth. It has all been handed over to me and I can give it to anyone I choose. All this will be yours then, if you worship me. It is written, you shall worship the Lord your God. And him only shall you serve. All the things of the world will belong to you. I give it. I give you this. I give you this. So he's looking at us. It's like, well, we need a a thousand dollar cell phone. A thousand dollar cell phone. He's showing us. I, I I give you all this. Right. So if he did it to Jesus, he's definitely doing it to us. <laughs> Submit yourselves then to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. So if you want God to come near to you, you have to come near to him. All right. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. All right. So we purify our hearts, our hearts, right? Purifier. We clean ourselves by living by the word of God. Double-minded. We can't be double-minded, right? One minute was like, okay, yes, I'm following Christ. Next minute, no, I want the world. I'm following, you can't go back and forth, right? Because when we go back and forth, that it makes us a what? Man, oh, fornicators and adulterers. We just keep going back and forth, right? We'll be right back with more. Self-control, wants and keeps. Do you have self-control over what you want or what you want to keep or does what you want and what do you want to keep has power over you that brings you out of the spirit of God? All right. So think about the things that you already have and the things that you want. Does it take you out of the spirit of God? If it does, it has power over you. If it does, you need to have self-control over it. If what you want and what you want to keep cause conflict with yourselves and others, it is not worth having. It's not worth having. It causes selfishness. And it will undermine the spirit of God. Because why? Because you lost control and you start operating out of the spirit of God. What should you want and what should you want to keep is the spirit of God. So the things that we that we need and the things that we 
should want is the spirit of God. Right. Now, when you have the spirit of God in you, you don't have to worry about no one stealing, stealing from me. You can't steal that. I have to worry about no one stealing that from me. Right. It's within. Have self-control over what you want and what you want to keep by living in the spirit of God continuously, continuously for all the days of our life. Right? All right. Self-control of what we want and what we want to keep. Thank you for watching Truth and Knowledge. I'm your host, Trey Knowles. Until next time, God bless. And may his spirit be with you always.